And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. She's a comedian who quit cheerleading in high school because it wasn't helping her achieve her dream of being resented and shunned by the cheerleaders for quitting. It's Jenna Kim Jones. He's an all-around snuggly guy and the only person for whom the phrase shake a leg means fall asleep. It's Hashtag Al. He's a producer with a talent for writing comedy, producing on a small budget, and pushing Chef Jeff to commit aggravated epoxy. It's Greg Heller. Chef Jeff is here to salt your wounds. I'm her husband, Daniel, for now, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with her two good times never end. Allison Rosen, do we need to dance again? Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little chili dogs. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting show. I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello, Greg Heller. Hi, Allison. Hi, Jenna. Hey. Hey, Al. Hello. Hi, Daniel. Hi. Hi, Jeff. (laughs) What was with the awkward pause there? It was suddenly I forgot your name, (laughs) as happens when you talk to someone and work with them and see them every day for a number of years. Oh, hi, Allison. (laughs) I noticed that we forgot to do uh, a pre-show video. Those are exciting. What? Uh, why exactly do you do those? That captures eyeballs and ear holes <laughs> and buttholes. It captures all the holes. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I completely forgot to do a pre-show video. That's all right. We have uh, many fish to fry. Tonight. I'm losing my marbles. Um, okay, so I want to say I was mortified at the level of Allison Rosen poop chat, like poop chat in general, but it was particular to me poop chat on the last episode. And I was like, well, now everyone knows I'm a stinky, disgusting human, but no one responded negatively. So to my fans out there and I hate my haters, I would like to say thank you so much for um, just being awesome all around. (laughs) (laughs) For being all kinds of awesome. And speaking of awesome, an awesome thing that you do is click through the Amazon banner on my website uh, when you're going to buy something on Amazon. It helps out the show. So thank you guys so much for your Amazon support. Keep clicking through. Um, It means a ton to us and helps us a ton. And thank you for the PayPal support. PayPal link's on the right side. And thank you for supporting the sponsors and for telling a friend. Uh Uh-oh, I've crammed too many plugs in this early section. I like to pepper them in. That's my new thing. Just when you think I'm going to zig, I talk about PayPal. I pepper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so lots of stuff to get to in this show. There is a brick of banana bread on the table. It's not snack chat. It's just something that Jenna brought because she baked it because in between raising a baby and writing on her whiteboard. I know you do other things, but that's how yeah. I like to imagine you. That's, that's the bulk of it. It's a lot of that. Yeah, that's, it's a lot of that. She bakes. Yeah. If you've ever watched any sort of like true crime or drug stories, listeners, it really looks like Jenna brought in a brick, like a key of, of banana yes. bread. It mm-hmm. looks exactly like um, heroin, which I'm assuming it's better than. I, I don't know. Maybe. If, same uh, effect. Right. We'll take um, a few. The reason it is wrapped this way is because I have decided that I hate cling wrap. And I was in like a huge fight with cling wrap this week. I could not get this bread wrapped properly. (laughs) And so I just threw it in a Ziploc bag and said, I I give up. I called it a day. Yeah, I give up. Cling wrap is evil. 
I feel like it's just a joke on everyone who uses it. Yeah. When it when? works, it's amazing. Oh, when it works, which is never five well, seven percent of the time. When I was working in food service, we would have the industrial cling wrap, and that's the best. Yeah, it really, yes. that shit really works. It's clingy, you, super stretchy. Yes, I see. I just kind of try to pull it out of the box without cutting myself and without <laughs> it folding in on itself. That's uh, yeah. problem yeah, number horrible. one. Yeah. Although I've heard if you're right-handed and you do it with your left hand. It will not fold in on itself as much. I don't know why. It's no. just a weird thing. Jenna, you would have to try with your right hand. I know I'd have to switch it. But so I don't know why that is, but it does make it a little easier. But then I kind of just put it on the bowl or whatever and like push it onto itself and then it doesn't really stick. Yeah. And then I'm done. I think you're supposed to stretch it, right? Right. But that assumes that you can get it to cling to yes. something to stretch it. And right. that's the first The industrial right. shit, you don't have to stretch. It just clings to itself. Is it and, just like uh, food laminator? No. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why people Great tune podcast. in for the witty, <laughs> the, the, the witty repartee. It's like clinging. The, the, uh, <laughs> snappy. The back snappy, and forth. snappy back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel, yeah. so um, what, what? Kind of thing, like you said, food service. I noticed that's yeah. just sort of a catch-all term for like, were you a waiter? Is that what that uh, means? Yeah, I was a waiter and I worked at a deli. So I just... It, and you worked at an omelet station. Well, oh, when I was right. a waiter, that's I also right. would do Sunday brunch <laughs> and I would work the omelet station with the, the chef's hat and the and I'd make the, the omelets toke. for everybody. Yeah, That's right. It was pretty that. sweet. I could do... I could. I learned how to flip the, the thing. So I'd put on a show and you could do like green chilies. Uh, if anyone ordered green chilies, you could put the green chilies in there and you could just hit it right and it would catch the flame and then it would flame inside the pan. It was very exciting. I've never seen you do any of that at home. Yeah, I don't do it for you. <laughs> I only do it for paying customers. <laughs> so uh, let's just talk about cling, cling wrap, wrap for one more second. What is a circumstance where you need... Al, you just looked at me like, are you having a stroke? I no, know. No, the no. words weren't coming out. It was it's, weird. It's okay. I, I'm, just, I'm here to help. Thank you. <laughs> uh, what is a situation where one would need cling wrap versus a Ziploc or um, tinfoil or any... Or Tupperware even? I can give you one. You need cling wrap to proof dough. No. You cannot yes. proof dough in tinfoil, and I do not think you can proof dough in a Ziploc. I believe. Good. That's you need the after you make dough to let it proof to let it rise in your refrigerator. I see. You need cling wrap. Am I correct? Well, Jenna? you need it for certain types of bread. Yeah, because right. sometimes you can also just leave it in the bowl and let it proof. Right, right, right. Or a, a cheesecloth. Right. But yeah, cling wrap will help a lot. Cling wrap. See, this is where my frustration lies. My mom. I've never seen someone use cling wrap as well as she does. Mm. And so I've always tried to mimic it. She would make bread like this all the time. And she would have tons of it in her freezer and just like give it out to people when she felt like That's it. That's so generic. I know. And delicious bread. She does like an awesome poppy seed, a zucchini bread. Of course she does. Banana, like awesome, right? So I grew up watching her be this like magic with cling wrap and she wraps everything perfectly and it's sealed and it's beautiful and I have yet to master it. And right now my cling wrap is doing this thing where it's just ripping and then it's like, it's, I don't know how to describe this. It's like I'm, I'm rolling it out, but one edge is mm. not ripping with it. Uh, and so it's just building up. Yes. Everyone's with you. Everyone's uh -huh. with you. And it's driving me crazy. And I honestly like lost my cool in the kitchen this week <laughs> about it. What Which happens is, when that happens? This is news to me. 
I like I threw it on the counter and was like, <laughs> I give up. And then it, that's why it's in a Ziploc bag. Because it it's like half wrapped in cling wrap. There's tons of cling wrap yeah, on it. It's but it, there's, there are, there are holes. I didn't do a good job. It's probably worth going to the uh, restaurant supply store and getting the real kind. Probably if I'm it. this angry about it. Mm-hmm. But they come in the huge rolls. That's the only thing. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. kind do you that. use, if I may ask? <laughs> Uh, the fancy yellow box, not the off-brand. Yeah, see, I usually get the off-brand, and I always just blamed it on my off-brand uh, mm. First thing I asked was, like, are you using off-brand stuff? <laughs> yeah. okay. right. We're talking Reynolds wrap, or what are we talking yeah. here? You know? Whatever's in the yellow one that you've seen your whole life yeah, like, at like the store. cling wrap, or... It's the actual... Yeah. 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 There's this new stuff thing. that Ayala bought at Costco that's like a hybrid of saran wrap and tinfoil. What? It's like it's almost has the consistency of butcher's paper. Ooh. But oh, it's, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And it's much less likely to bunch up on itself. Huh. But the fact of the matter is, for most things, I feel like a Ziploc or tinfoil is better. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of to that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I wish it would work for a case like this with a banana bread where it's you have something in a casserole, so it already has a base, and you just need to put a lid on to keep it from drying out. Right? Yes. But you know it would be good at... Yeah, sorry. Especially round casserole dishes. Yeah, it's just right. impossible. Or a pie pan or something. It'd be good to get like a vacuum sealer or something like that. We're buying a vacuum sealer. Oh. It's been a source of much discussion over at my house. I would love to. Do tell. I've only seen them on infomercials. Well, we're buying one because I'm starting to come home with so much fish that it's hard to freeze it and eat it all. Mm-hmm. Mm. So if you vacuum seal it, it stays good for a really long time. And of course, my, my wife, I don't know you guys, the difference between men and women, it's fucking crazy. My... <laughs> They are I, different, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they're from a different planet. They're it's from horrible what you did to that Venus, fish. Uranus. Venus, yes. <laughs> and her argument is you don't fish enough to justify a vacuum sealer. And my argument That's a challenge. Yeah. And my argument is then I'm gonna get a vacuum sealer to go fishing more. Right. <laughs> so we're gonna get one. How much does a vacuum sealer cost? They're about 150 bucks. Oh, yeah. more than I thought. Yeah, it's actually less than know. I thought. If you cook oh. a lot, I feel like it, yeah, that's not that bad. Yeah. But I bet it's fun. Oh, it's just because that when, they, when mm. it shrinks up. So oh, yeah, do you get definitely. special bags? This is how I've seen on the infomercial: special bags, and then you like put the attachment onto the little like mouth of the bag, and they go. No, no, no! That's a space bag. That's oh. for when you're putting your sweaters and shit away for the winter. This is not like they that. just look like Ziploc bags. It, oh, they're not that exciting. I want it to be that exciting. That's some real John Rosen material right there. <laughs> My dad has this ongoing. No, his is just sweaters and bags. Sweaters, he likes not vacuum bags. bags. <laughs> okay. He just talks about sweaters and bags. Oh, he's not talking about vacuuming nope, them. Nope, just bags for the. I don't. I don't understand it. John, I, mean, I do. But John Rosen bags his sweaters in the off season. He John Rosen in quotes does <laughs> the, the character. character of John. His public persona does the real him. No, he wears sweaters year round because he's that age now. But <laughs> he actually has incredible sweaters. When I hugged him uh-huh. goodbye after we went out to dinner yeah. with them the last time, I was yeah. like, "Whatever you're wearing, it's so soft and clean." <laughs> I'm not around a lot of soft, clean sweaters in my life. Okay. Mm. Moving on. <laughs> I just had to look at Daniel. <laughs> I know. Why? <laughs> Why clean a sweater? That's what I want to know. You have to clean them. I find when I take them out for the first time in the winter, because mm-hmm. they've been sitting on a shelf, they get dusty and they mm-hmm. make you sneeze. Yeah, that's yes. true. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you keep them in bags. And sometimes they, <laughs> they smell a little musty. In the freezer. Well. No, my dad's, <laughs> my dad's sweater was fresh from the freezer and it was like white cashmere or something. Maybe oh. off-white. I don't know what it was. It was like, it was the kind of thing that I would never even, 
I was worried I was going to spill on it. Is your dad Truman Capote? <laughs> I he am, was wearing uh, a large hat. I cannot believe your dad's name is John. Mm-hmm. If someone put a list of 10,000 names in front of me and mm-hmm. said, pick the name of Allison's dad, John would have been the last on my list. What would you have thought it would be? Like maybe Morton? I was going to say Morty. <laughs> yeah, Morty. Morty. Yeah, Morty. Like, <laughs> Morty Rosen. They were like... No. Yeah. Herschel? Hiram uh, Rosen? Yeah. Like, are you going for Super Jewy? I don't know. I just don't like, imagine his, him being John. David? Yeah. Or mm-hmm. even like yeah. Alan, I would have yeah. thought. Or like yeah. a... A Fitz. Like, yeah, Leon. Leon? <laughs> Leon? This is my dad, Leon. Leon puts his sweaters in bags. <laughs> just not John. Yeah. No. Am I alone in this? No, Al? No. And he's a, J-O- he's a J-O-H-N John as well. Mm. Mm. Yeah. It doesn't really surprise me one way. Once you're John, I don't really care how you spell yeah. it. Yeah. Interesting. I've heard that I don't look like an Allison before. I've heard that I look like a Rachel, and I'm like, you're just saying I look Jewish. Um, does everyone at this table know Allison's mom's first name? Party girl, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, somebody else. Do you know it? Uh, I've I definitely d- heard it. Do you know and it now? I'm I not, don't. Let's I'm, guess. I'm spacing I think it. it I, is, I think do it I is. Do I know it? I don't know. I'm just kidding. I I think it is Linda. Oh, that's a good guess. Ooh, her best friend's name is Linda. That is a good guess. Or one of her best friends. Al, do you have a guess? It's not something like Denise. Nope. Can I take a second guess? Yeah, Mm -hmm. take my guess. Susan. Well, it's not like we have a fine. I mean, we can have. You can also (laughs) take my guess. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just do this until someone guesses it. Oh no. Oh, Shirley. (laughs) You are very close. Very close. Cheryl. No. No, also oh. in the same zone, though. I'm going to say Stella. I can't, I don't know what made me think of that. Sharon? Except for Daniel nope. Beer. Sherbert? <laughs> it's Sherbert. <laughs> Sherbert <laughs> Rosen. That was a good guess. We call her Sherby for short. What is it? Just tell us. Shelly. Oh, oh okay. Shelly. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I feel like you probably heard sense. me say John I ha- and I have. Yeah. That's where I, okay. All right. Shelly, I'm buying. John, not so much. So, um,. What did you think it was? Leon or Morty? 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 Morty, Alan, even Gary. Alan. Gary, I would. Alan, thought. how do you feel about the fact that your name is being tossed around in the along with Morty and Leon? <laughs> I have to say that most of my life, my name has been abused. Really? Yeah, I'm always the janitor or the mechanic. Uh, mechanic in every mechanic. TV Al. show, well, Al. or yeah. I'm like oh, the yeah. nerdy guy, yeah. the guy that like doesn't get the girl, like yeah. Mm. Right. Was, She's oh. going out with Alan, but she really loves Chandler. You know <laughs> what I mean, or whatever. Always, oh, Alan. Oh, Alan. Yeah. And then, and then Alan Grant came Chandler. out with Jurassic Park, and I was like, "We finally, we won, guys! All Alans unite!" <laughs> oh yeah, that was a good. Yeah. Is that's that a Jeff good Goldblum? Alan. No, that's no uh, this other guy. The, the main guy. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum? No, I've never no, seen no. Jurassic Park. What? I hadn't seen it for Me a long neither. time. It's not that It's pretty good. good. I love it. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't, it's not like, it's no Citizen Kane in terms of movies. It really isn't. But it's entertaining and I don't know what the, that noise is out there. There's wilding in the streets. Yeah. That's weird. Mm, it might hurt. be an alarm. It might be people yelling. Uh, it's definitely not my mic moving up and down. I can tell you that. No, no. It <laughs> definitely isn't. So you guys... Daniel and I took an opportunity to be social. Social. We received an invitation, and instead of laughing, as I used to do, laughing at the notion that I would leave the apartment, it's definitely some kind of siren and people yelling. Now it's a siren. I don't know. 
Um, it's it's very quiet though. But anyway, instead of uh, instead of saying no, I have to stay home and do nothing. Mm. We went out to Greg Fitzsimmons' fiftieth birthday party. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> it was pretty fun. He throws a good party. There was a massage station. Mm-hmm. It was a taco bar where they're making tacos. Yeah, there was black same person. No, different. <laughs> that different. Would was be it awesome? Some al pastor sauce <laughs> rubbed into my shoulders. <laughs> I would love. That. You want cheese with that? Yeah. Was it alcohol free? No. no, no, it was not. It was alcohol. There was a bar. They were making really good margaritas too. Okay, good. I mean, not okay, good, but just okay. There was good. a whole bar set up outside. <laughs> And I assumed they brought in the bar, but the bar with the sink, like the no, wet bar, it actually, the- yeah, it was built in. So it, it, his, his home is built for entertaining. Let's talk about the massage, though, because that's the part that was very painful. Okay. I went first, and the guy was really rubbing hard on my back. Like it was he painful. He put his all into it. Which I like. I, but when I got up, I was like, tell him to go easy on you. I did. At the I I say you might want to go gentle. If that's gentle, oh my god! <laughs> like he didn't do this with me, so then I realized well that's the part, gentle part. But he would like hook his arms through. He, okay, so you're sitting in the massage chair, um, like the kind that you'd see at the airport. That's like a 15 minute massage or whatever, with your face in a little cradle and your knees on the thing, leaning forward. He would have someone put their arms back he would come by and like hook his arms through their arms and lift them up and like off the chair and, and then crack spin back. them around <sighs> it feels dangerous and you were fully clothed i'm assuming yes. right no, i wasn't but because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's isn't it weird to get a massage with all your clothes on he was just it wasn't like a real massage he was just mm. kind of rubbing your back it was elbows. more painful than a real massage. It was he was like digging in there more. That was incredibly forceful. Yeah. I thought I I'm can, a little flower, but my neck was really sore beforehand, and it wasn't after. So that's maybe all he was say. maybe he was rolfing. Have you ever heard of that? Mm-hmm. No. Somebody just that? said. Have you heard about that? I've heard of it. Yeah. But Someone it just said it to me for the first time last week. What is it? I don't really know. Oh, it's great. A kind of massage. It's some. Meta, meta above massage. There, there's a thing that I've seen people do at a farmer's market in my neighborhood. I'm not sure if this is rolfing. I swear, people people pay for this. You lay on a table as though you're getting a massage, and then the guy just waves his oh, hands. That's oh, that's Reiki. Oh, that's Reiki. And he yes. goes, and he just energy goes, healing. Yes. And people lay there and pay for it. Yeah. It's good stuff. But I feel like rolfing is closer to killing someone. No, no, no. Rolfing, it has something to do with like, your fascia. What? Do you know what that is? That's yes, your that, fascia is the layer below your fat. It has something to do with like or above s- loosening your. I don't fucking know. I'm so sorry. I brought up rolfing, you guys. Then what happened yeah, at the yeah, party? It sounds like puking. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Yeah. Did either of you get intoxicated at this party? No. <laughs> I wondered. I, had to drive, so, I yeah. wondered if you were. No. Because you were singing along to the music and having a good time. <laughs> yeah, I was enjoying myself. So you assumed I was wasted. <laughs> I figured something was up. Yeah. No, I wasn't. How long did he massage you for? And did you not like it hurt? No, my head lifted off of the thing uh-huh. multiple times. I took a video of it. The video yeah. was hilarious. The, <laughs> the picture you posted, I was just going through my timeline and I swear I saw it and I thought it was Lady Gaga. <laughs> because of like the way the thing was around your face, it looked Thank like you. some sort of oh, so Thank you very you much. Set it, to yeah, music. it was really I was like, "What?" 
Wait, why is Allison hanging out with Lady Gaga? <laughs> yeah, it took me a second looking at it too to figure <laughs> to out realize, what was happening. Yeah, it was taken uh, from below was, the table. Of course, the, the masseuse couldn't see her face, you know, so he's just going, he's massaging, massaging, and I'm, I'm, I'm kneeled down looking at her face, and she's the whole time she's going, ow, 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 ow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it, I just, I was like, how long am I going to take this? How long am I going to, because I don't think it's supposed to hurt this much, and I feel like he's just rubbing his elbow on my vertebra, <sighs> which you're not supposed to do. I'm sure he wasn't. No. I don't know, but like there was a few, know. like the times that he cracked my back, I'm just like, okay, I don't, and ow. Did you have that bounce after? Sometimes when you get a massage, it, it hurts a bit, and then afterwards, <laughs> I it did. Feels yeah, because it's because it was... he's not doing it anymore. Because <laughs> right. the pain has stuck. No. I did feel good in like a. I felt like jelloey and good mm. afterwards. Jelloey. <laughs> I felt like my yeah. body was jello. Yeah. Oh, I felt loose. Yeah. So it was good, but at the time it hurt. I don't know. Is a massage supposed to hurt or not? Depends. Yeah, I don't think I, there's an if answer. If you're getting rolfed or not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I like it if it hurts a little bit. Yeah, I think for me it feels like it, I'm not getting any work done if it doesn't hurt a little bit. Like yeah. if it's just too gentle, then I'm right. like, what? Because I've got like here? knots that are right. like deep under the muscle, yes. and I need that shit worked out. So yeah. it means you know, get really get in there. Allison, it's. I think it's at this point in your life or in this year where we could ask you the question of: Is being social better in your life? <gasps> Ooh. Oh yeah, because it, we're now four You're months social. in, yeah, you, and you've been pretty pretty social, you guys, right? For um, us, yeah. I thank you, thank oh. you very much. I will say, no, I was more I, asking than anything. Maybe. No, I'm I'm getting to it. I'm <laughs> okay, just thanking okay. you for calling me social. Okay, for that oh, oh, overwhelming compliment. Okay. <laughs> I take a compliment. Well, thank you for recognizing my socialosity. Um, I don't know that I agree that I'm particularly social though. I think I've definitely let everyone know when I've done anything social, so it might seem like I have been, but in general, I don't feel like I've been that social. But the times that I always, I feel good about us having gone out. My The highlight of my socialness this year, I feel like, was we went to Phil Rosenthal's for movie night, and there was this woman sitting there, and I noticed her... You know, I think I noticed her when we walked in because I was wearing a flannel shirt and I was like, is, should I be dressed up more? And I came in and like every woman there was in a flannel shirt and I was just waiting to make the joke about like, oh, you didn't get the memo. And I'm like, am I going to make that joke? I'm probably not going to. But I've got that joke in my pocket. In case Chambered. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, in case I need it. it. But I know <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I never used it. Okay, but I noticed a, a cute woman in a flannel <laughs> on her cell phone and some, I could just tell right I could just tell that like she looked a little bit ill at ease. And then at a certain point she was we were sitting on Daniel was in a chair, I was on a couch and she was sitting on the end of the couch on her phone. And again I could tell she was maybe I was projecting, but my sense was I think that she's interacting with her phone cuz she doesn't know what to do with herself. So I was like, "Hi, I'm Allison. This is Daniel." And I invited her into the fold and I felt very Look at you honey i know you're, you're like a regular social worker right? <laughs> and that's it's, when she pepper sprayed you. it's like we don't need to give to charity she seemed relieved because mm-hmm. i've been that person oh, yeah. she's seen Absolutely. you know if you're at a party and you all you have is your phone to interact mm-hmm. with and you don't know how to, like when someone talks to you yes. and makes you feel like you're not that alone person and mm-hmm. her friend was supposed to go with her and then her friend couldn't go at the last minute and she was like there was a whole story for why she was alone but anyway I feel I was really happy with that whole exchange, that whole thing, because I feel like 
that is the person that at one point in my life I was. That's sort of the person who hosts this show. That's my, you know, and that's who I want to be. But I don't think I actually put that into that being the person who makes other people feel included and makes them feel at home. I don't think I put that into practice in my daily life that much because A, I'm not in social situations that often and B, because my own weird shyness and anxiety and weird shit gets in the way of that. So I feel like I, that was the highlight of my social year and I should just put it behind me and be done. (laughs) There's nowhere to go but down. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. But if I could be that person all the time, like that's who I, that's the person I truly want to be. Not the person who's like, like at the party last night, we were kind of standing there talking to each other. We didn't know anybody. And then we're like, should we? Yeah, we didn't. You know, we knew Greg and we didn't, that is actually that the only person we knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it recognized a few people but didn't know them. But Daniel's like, should we like mix it up? Should we talk to someone? I'm like, I don't know if I have it in me. <laughs> but then right around yeah, then, a couple, a couple <laughs> women walked by and just started talking to us. I was like, oh, thank God. That's the best. Yeah. So then I was like, well, we're done now. That's yeah. the best. That's the best when other people. See, they were the Allison Rosen that you were at they, that party. I should listen to their podcast. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What about you guys? When you're at parties, do you talk to strangers? Mm. <laughs> uh, sounds like not really. It's hard for me. It's hard. We're faced. I feel like I'm faced with this a lot at church because like. A lot of times people are like, oh, if you see someone new at church, you should go talk to them because they probably feel like, oh, this is weird. I'm at church yeah. and no one's talking to me. So I feel like I'm faced with it a lot when at in that scenario. So I try to do it. But even there, I'm. it's hard for me sometimes. I just, my own, it's the same thing. You like, you get in your own head and yeah. you just, what if I say something weird? That's usually, usually my fear is that I can start the conversation and then I'm like, where do we go from here? <laughs> yeah, well, right. that, it feels like work. You know, yeah. like oftentimes if, if I'm not in the mood and I'm at a party, it's like, oh, I, I could go up to that person and I could start a conversation, but then I got to think of things to ask them. Right. And I don't, I don't give it's a hard. shit. You know? yeah, it's That's, hard. But if you are in the mood, then it's easy because I think everybody, we were talking about this last night, everybody is that way. Like every, mm-hmm. it's hard for everybody. So if you just go up and you just start to talk, most people just, everyone likes it. Yeah. Yeah. Once I start, then I can, then I can, mm-hmm. can keep going. But Daniel, you're actually really good at talking to anyone. I mm-hmm. think it's from your bo- boys choir touring the world, having to stay with strangers. <laughs> <laughs> Life. It's true though. Mm-hmm. You did. But, it, well, it is. But That's it is. true folks. Um, yeah. He, <laughs> just, t- he was, he toured the world. Well, that is not just something she made up. <laughs> Tucson Boys Choir, which sounds uh, like a joke. No offense. I'm sure there's a lot of offense taken, but it's a big yeah, a deal. Is, yeah. It's a, it's a big deal in Tucson. But it they sounds the- like a fucking joke. No offense, dude. I mean, it's got to be bullshit, <laughs> but like is it real? All right. No offense. Farce. We have a recording of it. <laughs> of, uh, of him singing with the boys choir. You can eat a big old bag of dicks, eat a big old bag of dicks, eat a big old bag of dicks, eat a bag of dicks, eat a bag of, eat a bag of, eat a bag of dicks. Hey, we sang that with top hats and canes with choreography. It was pretty great. Like a little angel. Yep. Yeah, I think that at a young age, I was forced to deal with complete strangers on my own a lot. So I got used to just having kind of conversations with people I don't know, but. I don't know. I do have to be in the mood, and I'm I'm less and less in the mood as I get older. <laughs> so I don't I, know. I feel like that's natural. Yeah, and I, I don't know what that is. As as an introvert, I feel like when you have it in you, 
do it. Mm-hmm. But if when you don't have it in you, don't kill you. You yeah. know, don't kick yeah. yourself over. Don't feel bad. I think sometimes you have it, sometimes you don't. Yes, I agree. I think if you drank, you might find yourself being that way a little me, more. Me, me, Allison. You, Allison. Sorry. Yeah, not you, Jeff. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> so it kind of because that makes it easier. Oh yeah. I mean, I, that was the first thing that I would do at any sort of social event was like, let's Tie get drunk. Not not just one. <laughs> I mean, let let's get drunk. No, and then, one is well, drunk. Yeah, tie one easier. on doesn't mean you just tie one. Oh, on. tie one on. It means where does tie one on come from? Taiwan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Tie a drunk on. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. No, really. I've never heard. Yeah, what does oh, that you mean? have phrase ever. You ever, never heard ever. the phrase tie one on. Nope. Jeff, you? Str- do you know the etymology of this phrase? I've heard it, but I'm looking up the etymology It now. must mean... So this goes back to idiom speak, or whatever our segment was. Yeah. So um, I'm going to guess it has to do with uh, ships. That's a good guess. Like well, that's, you have to, well, that's a good like guess whenever you don't know. Wind. Whenever yeah. you don't know it, it's like, yeah, it has to do with shipping. Like well, ships. especially <laughs> when it's drinking. Yeah, yeah. when it's shipping. Um, I, I bet it has to do with tying your house key around your neck. So, because you're going to be too drunk. Like an adult latchkey kid? Yes. Okay, my vote is maritime <laughs> adventures. <laughs> is that that's what has to do. And by the way, not to brag, but I can play What Do You Do With a Drunken Sailor uh, on the recorder. But what is, ti- what is the one you're tying on in the maritime situation? I think that people would get so drunk that they had to be tied to a seat or you know what i think allison they might have actually had to be lashed to the mast of boats maybe in order to prevent them from like falling overboard yeah Yeah. i wonder if that's i just kind of said that but it It feels right feels right doesn't three sheets to the wind which also means drunk doesn't that have to do that just that's the sails that just that's what i'm saying it's a metaphor for just going forward and sails are sheets that's like a sailor's term for sails what's your guess jenna tie one on yeah i would have guessed that it's like, well, I would have guessed what Allison said. It's when you tie yourself oh, sure to Sure, you would. I would have. I we come on, you <laughs> okay. and me, same pal. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, drop. exactly. I I really like Daniel's tying your house key to your neck. <laughs> I, you know, I'm gonna vote for that. I, awesome. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I don't know. According Greg, to the, Greg, the, Greg, you put down that banana bread. <laughs> it's for the break. Sorry. Yes. What happened? Wildly non-definitive answers on the internet. Once. It seems like a lot of people use it to mean a hangover. No, 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 no. But I've always heard it to mean being drunk, and some claim that it dates back to the Wild West in the U.S. in the 1800s, where a cowboy would have to tie up his horse to a hitching post before he could go into the saloon and get drunk. Oh. Oh. Tie one on. So you're tying the horse. Hitching posts. But of course. I don't know. Undetermined. Yeah, not sure. Hmm. But people really say that, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll believe you. Interesting. <laughs> I really wanted to go with my ship one. I like that one, though. That's yeah. what I'm going to believe it is. a good starting point. That I guess be- it makes sense, the horse thing, though. Um, okay. Let's do iTunes comment of the week in a second. But first, as we record this, tomorrow uh, will be the day that we begin editing the pilot. That's correct. Exciting. <laughs> Nice. Greg, I haven't. Greg has seen all the footage. Greg has seen all the footage. I have not seen it, except I've seen little clips that Greg has sent me, 
where there's like two of my heads floating mm-hmm. and stuff taken out of context. I am giving myself all the credit. <laughs> is any of the footage usable, Greg? I mean, just I would say 10% minutes. of it is good. Yeah. Okay, that's enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least, yeah. We were shooting for, you know, probably 15 minutes. I think we'll leave that with 30 or 40 good seconds. Really good seconds. <laughs> right, amazing. But yeah. really, do we have do we have any updates? We don't really, do we? Not really. I mean, everything is good. That's good. I mean, the audio all worked. You said all the words you were supposed to. You walked where you were supposed to walk. <laughs> That's not uh, that easy, by no. the way. I'm, I'm pretty optimistic. Oh, good. About what? Optimistic which aspect? That we'll finish. Th- there That's will it? Be something. <laughs> <laughs> That's as far we'll, as your dreams go? We'll turn it in on time. Uh, we have a very good editor. His name is Mike Benson. Hi, He's, Mike Benson. Um, he had two asks to take the job. One was decent amount of money and the second was he wants a photo of his dog <laughs> and allison's dog oh so that's Aww. the big thing we're trying to arrange is that fuzzy and wendy can be in a photograph together huge yes probably arrange that we're gonna and he's a super he, fan he will hold fuzzy and i'll hold wendy so that'll She's be easier than if we had if, to like pose the two of them together i think if we let them hang out for a little bit of time wendy's okay yeah fuzz is probably. a really nice dog she's a great yeah. dog Fuzz is a she. I do Fuzz not is see a she, that coming. And you have to say that either or Mike will get very upset. Just keep that in mind. He's <laughs> okay. sensitive about the gender of his dog. Okay. All right. Perfect. Um, we'll keep you posted if all of our dreams come true and we finish. <laughs> Let's do iTunes comment of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. Alison Rosen is my queen <laughs> by Master Twink. Asterisk. Master Twink! Asterisk. I found out about this illustrious and tantalizing podcast from some of the Allison's guest spots on other shows. She gave me the biggest podcast boner. I had to find her show, and good thing it's well charted. I, sh- I started listening mid-2014, with the new year, I was happy to see that Jenna could carry over to the new and improved Thursday Gang, as she is one of my favorites. I recommended this show highly. In fact, I would give up all my Haas avocados to listen to just a single episode. From perfect sound drops to imagining the look on Al's face when the discussion <laughs> is about Greg's masturbating habits, I could not ask for anything more. I would have to say... My favorite segment is Just Me or Everyone, even though not a single one of my copious amounts of tweets have ever been featured on the show. I always get a good laugh when I relate a little too well to a JMO. When you listen to the show, expect many dog barks, vaginal health discussions, Mormons, and surfer talk. But really, it's all part of the charm. This show is so unique and incredible that it makes my hours of work so much more bearable. I swear all my coworkers think I suffer from a mental disorder from all the laughter emanating from my cubicle. I wish you all the best. Good luck with baby Sam, Jenna and Al. Good luck with the baby making, Allison and Daniel. And I also, I hope the snacks in the office are particularly delicious, Daniel. I bid you all a big homosexual farewell. <laughs> Slay, queen. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so Thank nice. you for that super nice comment. Thank you for that excellent rendition, Alan. If yeah, you guys would like your comment to be read on the show, leave us a nice comment. Click five stars, iTunes.com slash Alice. Okay. And I, now I can let's, no longer speak. Let's ask uh, Al, do you know what a twink is? Beep, beep. 
I think I understand the context of it, but I have not looked up the definition. Ooh. You know Let's, what it is? I do. Webster's. Hang is on, hang on, Webster's? hang on, hang on. The compulsive part of me needs to finish saying iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen oh, <laughs> is where you can go to <laughs> leave us a nice comment. And also that's where you can subscribe, tell a friend if you like what you're hearing. That's how this grows. Okay. Back your, to twins. Allison, what is your favorite number? Five. Five. Five stars. Yeah, five stars. stars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Thank you. I almost forgot. All right. I believe a twink is like a... Wait, 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 wait. You probably know better. So let's let Al finish what he oh, thinks Oh, sorry. Oh, well, yeah. then we got to really hear something. I didn't want to get into it. Uh, <laughs> so I was just going to let Greg explain it to me. I think that's a hard pass from Alan Moss. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, twink? I think I know what it is, but I don't think I want to say what it is. Oh, maybe I don't know what it is then because I have no trouble saying it. No, it's really not a big deal. No, it's like it's a. Should you want me to say? Why don't you say what you think it is? Because I think I know what it <laughs> oh is. Oh my gosh! Somebody tell me what it is. <laughs> Isn't it like a like a super clubby gay guy? Yeah, I mean, I that, think that's a little more really specific enough, than yeah. that. Yeah. All right, oh. someone tell me. I, I thought it was when a gay guy is really into young boys, but not children but young oh teens. the no. twink is the young boy yeah no yes you think that, I think no, that but it's not it when no, he's into like, young boys the, it's a twink is a is a young gay is a gay man who appears to be very young right who is hairless and nubile but it's not oh. a pedophile no it's not doesn't no. have anything to do with pedophilia it's, it's about, just like i i like men who look young and are hairless yeah and nubile oh. i keep just nubile is the best word no oh. Well, now we know. Thank you for the greatest drop ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I started laughing. I was like, oh my gosh, no one's talking. I know. I was like, please don't anybody interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, but Allison Bitty is just like, some gay dude who goes to clubs, twink. But- <laughs> <laughs> well, I was in the ballpark. It has to do with gay dudes. Um, there's something I was going to say. Oh, yeah. But I'm bummed out that um, our commenters, iTunes, uh, JMOs, haven't been read. And I'm wondering, what is your Twitter name? You'll have to write in and let us know. Okay. Now, Greg keeps going for the banana bread. I really want to eat a piece of that And I keep admonishing him. Let's just do an impromptu fast snap snack chat. I was going to say Snapchat. My brain has changed. I hope it's good. Snapchat. Snapchat. I have a thought I about Snapchat. I almost expected you to just way. take a huge bite out of it. I did too. Straight from oh, the use his hands. Well, that's all there is on the table. Well, you could have just used your, used your teeth. Mm. Is it okay? Yeah, it's really okay, good. Red is the best. Mm. What is your Snapchat thought? I hear a lot of people complaining that they kind of don't get Snapchat and that they think you've been listening when I talk, Jenna, yeah, this is but so not just you. Starting with you, I think Jenna seconded it. Yes, and I've heard it from many other people. Here's here's my thought on Snapchat. It might be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and yet yeah. I've been like trying to use it all, all these, the time. I know, all I know. these new things come out. And people go, I do you are you on Snapchat? I don't I don't get it. What do you? Uh, e, I don't know. Uh, Right, it maybe might just be stupid it's, and for kids. It's like, possible. But know, like, might... people make money off of it. They do. How? I don't know. There's yeah, like, I think I've heard ki- of that like, too. Young people who get good at it somehow, and then they make money because people, companies will pay them. I think it's, well, 
I think that could be urban legend. It's probably true because people uh, make money on those no, things. It's real. It's They've real. talked about how difficult it is for companies to make money, but I think individuals who have lots of followers can be paid to advertise something. You guys, mm. Nipples McGee is going in. Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> Welcome, that Nibbles. is Daniel, yeah. what's going on? Did you drop all the banana bread? No, a piece of chocolate fell on the floor. I can't find it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> When do you find well, it? Well, thank you. Thank Jeff, you, guys. you should get in on it if, if you would like it. Mm, that's fairly bananas, I would say. Aww. <laughs> mm, no. Really good. Where is your recipe this from? A- uh, this is a <clears throat> Paula Deen recipe tweaked by Jenna Kim Jones. Oh, what? Oh. what how, it tweaked in what way? I use less fat and oil. Oh, you good. use less mm-hmm. bacon than Paula Deen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I use... Inst- she... Asks for a lot of oil in the original recipe, and I think you can substitute about seventy five percent of it with applesauce, which I do. Well, applesauce, it's, it's delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, applesauce makes it really spongy, like it is. I just want Less- everyone to know I've been watching Daniel look for this chocolate chip. <laughs> it's gone, and you've you're like you looked like eight feet away from the table. Did you throw the chocolate? No, chip? No, bounced off of <laughs> um my off the chair forward. I don't know where it went. I ate it. It's floor. a chocolate chip. If uh, Wendy finds it, I guess she's just going to die or something. We were talking about that earlier. You hear that chocolate is toxic for dogs, and I'm sure people are going to write in and tell me it is. But who whose dog do you know has been hurt by chocolate? I don't know if that sentence worked, but you get what I'm trying to say. Willy Wonka. <laughs> I I don't know because I ha- my mom's dog, not party girl, previous dog, Ebony, ate an entire pan of brownies one time, and she was fine. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I think it generally works out. But maybe it's like dogs, if you're listening, check maybe with your it's vet. Like if a dog eats straight up you know, cocoa powder. You know what I think? I think that rumor was started by a cat. <laughs> <laughs> or the same person that started the one about making money on Snapchat. <laughs> yes. Snapchat sounds wrong to me, and snack chat sounds wrong to me as well. This is a terrible place to be. Or a snap snack. Send us your snap snacks. Snap snacks. That's when you snap your snacks on mm-hmm. Snap. Snapchat. <laughs> okay. Um, let's do Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? But first, I want to tell you that you know what you need to put on your body? Sunscreen? Banana yes. bread? Over that. And Allison Rosen is your new best friend t-shirt. Of course you do. There's two different kinds. Well, three, if actually. There's two different Snuggleberry shirts, one for ladies and one for men. And there's a unisex Allison Rosen is your new best friend logo shirt. Go to the store on my website, AllisonRosen.com, and get those. Also, we have ringtones. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. And bonus, and that ringtone too. We have bonus episodes available. We have all of us at Bumbershoot, except for Boner Sodes. Boner Sodes, that's right. You can get those uh, if you go to the store on my website, but also in the comedy album section of iTunes. Everything's on iTunes. It's also on Gumroad. Some of it for a pay what you wish price. Okay. I know that, no, you know what? I'm going to adhere to the original plan. Jeff, Mm -hmm. where should we go to find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Daniel, 
Find me on Twitter and Instagram at Daniel Quants. Uh, you can read my musings at thequants.com. And I also have a question to the listeners, which is I want to have discussions with you folks about Game of Thrones. And I was, <laughs> I have no idea where to do this. So uh, I was thinking maybe we could have our own hashtag, but then everyone's going to see our tweets who doesn't give a shit. By the way, if you think that where to have the Game of Thrones discussion didn't occupy the entire car ride home from the party you're wrong <laughs> anyway, i'm wrong <laughs> no <laughs> i don't going. know yeah i don't know so uh send me your suggestions or i'll With just keep- regards <laughs> <laughs> that could be your hashtag hashtag with regards uh, come on my nerds help me out all right alan at alan moss on twitter and instagram <laughs> But uh, wait, you, I don't know how many L's and N's and S's. Oh, yeah. Two A's, two L's, two S's. Get it right. One, one N. 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 Yeah. <laughs> one N, one L. Well, I was in the ballpark. This involves letters. Uh, um, please, if you are on Instagram, follow my new Instagram account, at Jenna Tries, where I taste food, some really delicious, some not so good. I taste it for you first. And uh, you can also listen to our podcast, Sorry Not Sorry with Jenna Kim Jones. It's on iTunes and also at jennakimjones.com slash podcast. Listen to it. You know, you can hear a little more from me and a whole lot more of Al. So uh, it might be fun for you. I don't know. It's food we're talking about. This is important. (laughs) Greg? Uh, I'm at Dong Attack. And I'm at Allison Rosen. Show's Twitter feed is at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. YouTube.com slash Allison Rosen, Facebook.com slash The Allison Rosen, Snapchat, Allison Rosen BFF, Snapchat, and Instagram. Okay. That wasn't weird at all, sticking that right in the middle of the show. Very natural. Ashley Bloodworth says, and you guys will have to tell me if we did this last time. We might have. It is always a pleasant surprise when I get a whiff of someone's laundry drying while taking a walk. Do we did? Yes, mm-hmm. we did. Because I couldn't. Mm-hmm. We did do that. Laundry is my fate. I, I, part two right now. Laundry is my favorite scent. And if I'm walking by and I smell someone's laundry, I will back up and sniff it more. And I didn't remember saying that last time. So I just wanted, I just wanted to get that out. I wanted to get it off my chest. Yeah. Some of my favorite corners in Brooklyn are near laundromats. Okay. I accidentally bought unscented laundry detergent (gasps) last time. I was so bummed out. Tampon problem. Yes, Excuse it me? is. Well, if you buy scented tampons, then oh, that that's sucks. Bad? Yeah, no good. I think so. We have scented mm. garbage can liners right now. Oh, I have. I bought those. They're like vanilla scented. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Remember the place we stayed in Palm Springs? Yes. Remember how the entire place smelled like lavender and vanilla because of the garbage bags? Yes. And by the end, we were so over that scent. That yeah, was... it just smells like lavender garbage. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So imagine yes. what your scented tampons like. I will not. <laughs> Are there any no, more just not. me or everyone's? <laughs> Keith Hepworth says, afraid that my politeness, for example, holding doors, did we do this one too? Will be mistaken for flirting and women will think I'm a creep. That doesn't ring a bell. Okay, so. good. Uh, no, actually, when someone holds a door for me, I'm always like, wow, thank you. Yes, I am too. And I've heard of men being afraid that gestures will be seen as sexist or that they're a creep or something. And I feel like, who are the women? Oh. And by the way, I am a feminist. So I'm not someone who's being like, I'm I'm not a feminist. And like, I'm definitely a feminist. But really, who are the women who are getting upset at men for holding doors? Jeff? Yes, thank you. 
I have, I have been chided by female really? friends for what? holding doors. Absolutely. Why? That's ridiculous. Absolutely. Oh. There's so but many what? other things like, to get mad about. That men. one seems Especially like you're just when you're being around nice. me. Yeah. Yeah. These are your <laughs> female like friends. The hair, the smell. I'm I'm a true feminist. I walk first through the doorway and then I pull it closed <laughs> so that it slams shut behind me. Wait, your female friends yes. have gotten upset with you for holding doors. Yes. Like what do they say? The the one time the most egregious time I can think of, she just stood there and looked at me, scowled at me, would not walk through the door. What? Yeah, she was like, "What are you doing?" Listen, you, you don't save her; she saves her. And I said, "I'm opening. I'm holding the door open." And I didn't just hold it open for her; I held it open for several other people, some of whom were, we're even men, right? Men. I just want to put this out there to the universe. I don't like carrying heavy stuff. I always need help. Yes, you do. Thank you. I think too. The only thing I would argue in against or before before in the, I can't remember what the original question was, but. You can't hold the door open for too long. Like if if the girl is three hundred yards away, oh, yeah. well, yes. then, it's just then it an gets attack. weird. Yes, yes. that then is so weird. creepy. And, and yes. you can't yeah. stare at her a little wide eyed and a creepy grin on your face. Right. Right. And, and you're you waiting for her to and approach you. Can't, you. Yeah, and you can't say yeah. anything disgusting. Yeah, to her, like if you go through the toots. Put a swing in your step, toots. Yo, cross buns, I got the door for you. Move it or lose it. And then afterwards, you can't follow her to the elevator saying, hey, I just held the door for you. you And I think it's ill-advised to also to masturbate when you're holding the door open. That's just been my personal experience is women do not react well to that. It's a judgment call. Yeah. Again, that depends on where you are. Yeah. Midwest might play. California, not so much. Yeah. The last time I did that was in Berkeley. It didn't play. Yeah, it doesn't work. (laughs) Gosh. All right. Nicole Donaldson says, won't order something I want at a restaurant if I can't pronounce it. My wife has this. Really? She asks me about the pronunciation of everything on the menu. It's like the whole thing of like, I'll have the haricot vert. You know, like you do, you don't want to see a little green bean humor. The only, the only reason you're ever worried about that is because waiters and waitresses love to make you feel stupid. Yes. You know, I, I'll just yeah. over pronounce it. I'll be like, Erika Vert. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> there is something daunting about how specific menus have become now, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, everything is specified in terms of its origin and exactly what it is and what farm it came from. But I think it's very difficult to order something that you want if you don't know what it is. On a related note, ordering wine at a restaurant when you're not familiar with the wines yeah so you'll have a list of let's say you know the varietal you want but then there's and, like sorry why is mm-hmm. it called a varietal not a variety i don't think it is i googled that a while ago i, I don't think it is i think you just say the variety N- no i've heard a lot of wine people say varietal i have too but i don't think it's right i okay. call i call it a flavor in the somalian laughs at me <laughs> <laughs> daniel i'm not trying to correct you no, i'm no, just starting I, a that, conversation about this um, it's a dialogue it's a podcast the you talk about kind stuff. of grape yeah, you want. <laughs> um, so you know you want a Chardonnay or a Cabernet or whatever, but then there's like six options. Let's say all different prices, and you don't know any of the types, right? How do you fucking decide other than just by price? I mean, you could. That ask, is how you decide. Well, yeah, but then you don't want to seem like. Um, yeah, can I have the one that's not the cheapest, even though I want the cheapest, but I don't want to seem like a cheapskate, <laughs> so I'll have the sort of second to cheapest? Like a douche. Like a douche. <laughs> I feel like 
a good wine list tells you something about the wines mm-hmm. and that you find you rarely find that but whenever i see that i really appreciate at, it at really good restaurants i always just say to the waiter like this is what i'm having pick a wine for us i say that all the time like, i don't I'll say i want a waiters, glass though. with an appetizer no at a good restaurant at you a can good say, restaurant you can. you can say like I'm having, I want a glass with the appetizer and a glass with the entree. You pick them. Yes. At a really good restaurant, you can do that and trust that they're not going to just pick the most expensive wine on the menu. At Coco's, it doesn't go well. Yeah. Right. It doesn't work so when well. When you're at Coco's. You Pair just... the Awesome Blossom with a Pinot Grige. <laughs> doesn't work. Anyway. Is there, okay. Are you really into wine, Greg, by any chance? I'm not super into wine. Oh, okay. No. Is anybody here? What's your favorite no. variety? Um, <laughs> I do like Pinot Noir wines. I like, I like the peanut noir and I like that Carol Burnett Sauvignon. <laughs> Those are good. Well, only, I only asked because for like a short stint, I was working at a production company and they were short some bloggers. And so they asked like, could you blog for this wine show for just like a little while? And I know zero about wine and don't drink and have never had any alcohol in my life. But I did blog for this wine show. Was this show when you worked for Food Network? For Aura. Or, Aura oh, TV. right. And it was just a really short little time, but it like I got away with knowing nothing and writing articles about wine. Yes. This is what yes. I. This just confirms what everyone suspects, right? I mean, it's I all know full of shit. nothing, and Whoa. so I don't want to like downplay somebody who spent tons of time learning about it. But at the same time, it's like I kind of faked my way through it, and nobody seemed to notice. Yeah, it and definitely is one of those things that people. They take it way too fucking okay, seriously. Okay. I, I think there are people that do know a lot about wine, but there are a lot of people that talk about wine that have no idea what they're talking about. And there are a lot okay. of people that listen to people talking about wine people, and they pretend they know what they're talking about. People are afraid to seem like they don't know about wine and I'm right. not yes. afraid to seem like yeah, I don't I'm know. And I'm not getting paid to say what I'm about to say, but I feel like some of the various wine sponsors that I've had on the show, like that's their angle. Like we break it down for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and we make it easy and we help you find what you want because the world of wine is sort of impenetrable and every, and people do feel uneasy. Mm-hmm. Okay. One time I was at dinner with this guy. I'm not going to – it doesn't really matter what his name sure, is. Sure, drop a name. Nobody fucking – he's not a famous person. I was just oh. going to say his name, but it's like Steve. And we were all out to dinner. Morty. You guys, it was Steve. And he, we ordered a wine and he asked to taste it from the sommelier or whatever. And when he tasted it, he said, oh, no, notes of artichoke. And I thought he was joking, and I was like, fuck you, dude. What does it taste like? And he was like, no, really, I taste a note of artichoke. And I was like, oh, sorry, okay, I guess we'll have that bottle of wine. And I think about it all the time. Like, he looked at me in that weird way where he was like, you're making, you thought I was joking. Yeah. But I was being serious. And so whenever I taste wine now, I always Did you taste a note of artichoke when you tasted it? No, I didn't. And is that good? Because I'd be like, this tastes like artichoke. (laughs) Can I get something (laughs) else, please? Excuse me, waiter, this wine tastes like artichoke. Do you have anything else back there? But there were times when I would read, when I would like try to study up or I would watch an episode because there was a wine show that mm. this company produced. And so I would watch an episode and they'd be like, yeah, this, this has a nice hint of manure. And you're like, <laughs> what? That, that's real? And then, yes, that's because the grapes were grown in manure. And you're like, but this is fancy. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> so I, it was a very confusing short period of my life that is thankfully over because I really shouldn't be writing articles about it. It does stand to reason, Jenna, that someone who has never had any alcohol should not be an authority on wine. That's just my two cents. Oh, definitely and, not. Yeah, it was just, you know, they were just desperate for somebody and I happened to be in the room. So 
I still think it's awesome that you did it. I also think it's particularly awesome that somebody might have bought wine based on your recommendation. That's the best part. I know. I wish. I wish. That would have been so cool. Speaking of wine. I, I would love it. It's like with hints of Skittles. It's got a... <laughs> It's got an aftertaste of um, a fun dip flavor yeah, <laughs> of the cinnamon Oreos. It has a popcorn, a pickle popcorn Wine finish to in it. In terms yeah. of my three-year-old palate, <laughs> yes, yes, that would be great. Yes, so we keep talking while I'm yawning. Um, mm-hmm. okay, I'll talk. Uh, Daniel has been been having a wine craving because we've been watching Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, they drink so they much drink wine, wine all the time. Yes, and and watching that show makes you want to have a nice chilled glass of white wine. <laughs> Phil Rosenthal's show did that for me. Yes, especially the Italian one. Obviously, they were drinking wine the whole time. Yeah, I kind of mm. get it. I mean, if I were not Mormon and grew up in a different lifestyle, I I see how, what the appeal of drinking wine. Here, here's a question: Do you trust people whose wine glasses have writing on them? Uh, from like bachelor parties and bachelorette parties and things like that. Like all their wine glasses you're have... Di- you're, you're talking about Sheena. Have like painted hearts from and rules. names on them. Do you trust that person? I, trust them to do what? I don't... Just in, like With to anything. babysit my kids? No. In life. If, if I was at somebody's house and they had those glasses, I would be really questioning my own decisions. <laughs> so it's more about yourself. Yeah, you're yeah. Judging yourself I would immediately be like, why, why have I agreed to go to this person's house? It wouldn't be for me about like, I wonder if they're serving a bullshit wine. It would just be like... How did I come to become friends with this person? I made bad decisions. Who paints their wine glasses? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dina Morton says, or maybe Deanna, I get really anxious when someone starts to bag my groceries. I don't know whether to help or just stand there. I don't mm. get anxious. I get this feeling of like, huh, am I supposed to be doing something? Because I don't want to. I think we've established that I'm lazy. I bag my own groceries. You do? Yeah. Well, yeah, but you live in Venice where you have to and you probably carry a hemp bag. I don't carry a hemp bag, but I do <laughs> sometimes up. tape bags to the store with me, and I feel like a dick about it, but I do. Well, we we do take that. bags to we the do store. Too. Too. Okay, yeah. good. Then we're all dicks. I <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I thought it made us not. Yeah, right. <laughs> I feel weird. I, I reached a point where I decided the people, the bagging people at Trader Joe's, they really seem to know what they're doing. They do it fast. And I feel like if I do it, I'm putting somebody out of a job. No, Trader Joe's is awesome at it. Yeah, they're great at it. I let them do it. But yeah. recently, I've gotten tired of carrying the heavy bag, so now I have a one is a backpack, and then one is one of the PBS-style tote bag things. And the heavy stuff I put in the backpack, that way it's not breaking That's my bag and carrying it. So now I have a little bit of a system. I mean, I don't care what they do, but I have a little bit of a system, so I start bagging it myself, and now I do this weird awkward dance where they see me bagging it and you can tell that they have had to deal with people that don't want you to bag their groceries because they got a system and so they now they kind of look at me and they're like can i help do you want me to put something i'm like yeah it's all good i'm just i'm not a professional i just i'm gonna put some heavy stuff but this thing now they're scared of me (laughs) but it happens sometimes where you're at trader joe's or at the market and the guy or woman checking you out is alone and all of your groceries are getting shoved down to yes. the end. And yeah. in that instance, I'm always like, why don't I just bag my own groceries? At, if that's what they want you. Yeah. I think at that's a, what they're hoping for. At a normal grocery store, I will start bagging them. But it, for some reason, Trader Joe's feels like there's like a that's, special. They do a special thing their or something. And they just, no, yeah. it's you open the bag up. Maybe you double bag, depending on what you're getting. You look for the heavy elements, canned goods, bottles, right? And you line the bottom of the bag. And then you put your vet right now. No, no Greg, Greg. 
as a professional. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. We have a song. For this. Wait. Let's hear it. When I was a member of the grocery store employee union, I had to watch a video on how to bag groceries. And you actually are trying to create a box in every um, grocery bag. Well, now you have so my attention. So you're looking for like <laughs> small box type items to create a perimeter outside. Bottles. Filling on the inside. So you'd be looking for like a box of Hot Pockets, box of noodles, things like that to help build the structure. And then you're filling on the inside. So oh. All of your frozen foods together, all of the fridge foods together, all of the vegetables together. So that way, as they're unbagging at home, all of their frozen stuff is together and they're just loading the freezer at one time. That's so smart. Oh. That's smart. That is. Book it. What? So, Al, if I line the bottom of the bag with cans, I'm wrong? Yes. I would say yes, because if you're lining the... It depends. Like at Trader Joe's, they try to get everything into one paper bag, and that's a completely different scenario. But like at the low-end Ralph's, where I would have worked, it's like as many plastic bags as you can go through. So lining, lining all with cans, that's going to bust through with it, whatever you're putting on top. Interesting. Why Interesting. do they put the ice cream in its own bag inside another bag? It's a freezer bag. bag. That's a freezer bag. But why? Because it... It uh, keeps the cool. condensation. It can get the other groceries wet. Mm. It can sweat. Same with like when you get chicken, they should always put the chicken in a separate bag before yeah. it goes inside of your Absolutely. bag. Always, yeah. Otherwise, you get chicken schmutz all over. Your <laughs> yeah, <side>. exactly. <laughs> mm. Interesting. We learned something yeah. on the show. Yeah. yeah, we want to know what does Al know. We find out. Like, and what I will say is, yes. if I go to a Ralph's, which is like a Kroger, I bag. I like. I'm happy to help. If I go to fancy pavilions, mm-hmm. then I'm like, I'm paying extra. Bag them. I concur. Delsons. Really? Yeah. I feel I, like I I have earned it. I'm paying an upcharge to shop at this. Delsons. They slap you if you try to do it yourself. Um, I have had situations where I've bagged my own groceries at pavilions, and I don't mind doing it. I just want some acknowledgement from the cashier that I helped them out. You can't. Oh, and you'll never you can't get, get always just, at pavilions. You'll never get it. Uh, oftentimes, I'll just get a attitude. A scowl. Yeah, yeah, a scowl. It's like, listen, motherfucker, I just helped you. <laughs> um, is, is Pavilions a sponsor of this associated with the show in any fashion? It should be. <laughs> well, no, but... Pavillon. Uh, That's what I call it. Pavillon. 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 Oh, like no, that. they're not. Although, mm. I would I would take their money in a second because I drink their soda all the time. Because I, I find Pavilions is kind of bullshit. Well, I'm surprised that Al said, that Pavilions is a more high end than Ralph's because we to me sure they're it's a high end Vons really? it's a high yeah, end it's nicer yeah, but it's it's Vons with it's hair comb yeah, yeah. exactly that's it's exactly what it is, is. I think of Ralph's at the same level no, it's more expensive Ralph's used to be the lower level but they've now gone to the fresh fair uh, layout oh, yes. no, no, to no, compete no, no, no. with pavilions so they've started to make it look like a pavilions but it's not quite right but all they do is put down that fake Faux wood laminate stuff on the floor and yeah. charge ten percent more. It's just like you get ripped off at some high end. Is Whole Foods? No, I don't have any grocery. Okay, okay. So you get ripped like Whole Foods. Like stuff is overpriced, right? Yes. yes. But I don't yes. necessarily object to the overprice because I know that I am in some aspects getting a higher quality good. That's what they at, want you to think. No, I think that's true. Actually, it's, it's a nice environment too. Yeah, I like Whole Foods. Yeah, but Pavilions, I feel like I'm just getting Ralph's stuff. 
that is more money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Every right. time right. I'm at Pavilion. So that's why I'm like, pretty much. You yes. bag my groceries. Yeah. I'm not bagging Pavillon. Pavillon? <laughs> the Pavillon that we go to when we go <laughs> is such an unpleasant experience. There's nothing mm-hmm. high end about it. That used to be my my uh, mothership of supermarkets when I lived in this neighborhood. And yeah, yeah it's this. this it, they're the grouchiest employees. Yes. And it's supposed to be this fancy, and I think it actually used to be a Vons, and, and they the, just slapped a pavilion. We should name tell on. them you you guys know you should be a fucking Vons. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we know you're a Vons. The one in Burbank's pretty is nice. nice. Yeah. That, yeah. I used to shop at that yeah. one on my way home from work. That one, that's nice. Yeah, that's that one. one that's what people we go are all to. friendly. Yeah. Is, yeah. is Whole Foods above Bristol Farms, or is Bristol Farms above Whole Foods? Whole Foods. I think Farms? it's below Bristol Farms. I think mm-hmm. Bristol Farms might be at the top. Because Bristol Farms is yes. the most expensive market in Los yes. Angeles, mm-hmm. but it's also oh. it's also the nicest. Is it, but what it really like? What do you get? Like the Ritz crackers are still. You Ritz know what's crackers really good right? at Brits, Bristol Farms is the whole like deli counter has got so many good the ceviche bar. Yeah. yeah, like they have like a, a sushi bar. There's a ceviche like bar there. I think there is. Ugh. There might be. <laughs> Al, did you learn how to bag ceviche at grocery school? That I did not. <laughs> <laughs> but I can school. sweep up, throw up with the best of them. Fair enough. Ooh, sawdust or no sawdust? Some sort of magic dust. Oh, it wasn't sawdust, nice. but it was sanitary. Duff Boy says, like Greg on a recent episode, feel disappointed when I fumble a pop culture reference and I realize it. I think that's everyone. Everyone. Yeah. Everybody has yeah. that. Nobody likes to do that. That's not good. Des says, fear of being stabbed in the back by an intruder or family member whenever I run on my treadmill at home. I'm wondering, is intruder or what? family member? That, just right. a person. <laughs> yeah. I hadn't noticed that. But yeah, um, I'm just wondering what direction is your treadmill face? Put your treadmill Put your back to the wall. The back to the wall. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, that's the way Jesse James ran on his treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> I always think, you know how in Psycho that it made people terrified of taking showers? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I always think it'd be awesome to write a horror movie where a guy stabs you right as you're washing your face. Because you know that like five seconds when you're blind when you wash your face? Yes. Sometimes when I look up, I always imagine that there'll be a dude behind me holding yeah. an axe. I thought you were going to say something where someone starts murdering people on like the 405. Yeah. That one's scary Because then too, people would be afraid to get on the freeway. and then yeah. That would be a good one too. Traffic. But for me personally, the movie I think about is the guy who kills you when you're washing your face. Like the- a really very specific horror movie made by a producer who wants... Like some place he goes to be uncrowded. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like this very specific grocery store. This one Starbucks. Yeah. 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 This Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> Only the Starbucks on the corner of Highland and. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. JMO's for A Rose says feeling an imminent sneeze after having just taken a bite of food or a sip of a drink is one of life's biggest dilemmas. Yes. Ooh. To that, I would add after putting on mascara. Mm. You that with is me. the worst. Yeah, because you're going to smush your face together and you're going to get mascara all everywhere. over everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So that is one of the rare times that I will actually like just grip my face and just hold, freeze everything. I know. And then you're afraid you're going to sneeze all over the scented tampons. <laughs> I'm just trying to relate. It. I Did mean, I get it that happen. wrong? That's not um, how it works. Well, I, don't I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if you know, know how they work. Callback. <laughs> but it was good. A good callback. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, have we talked about the period underwear? Yeah, we and have. How scary it is. Yeah, don't really but people trust seem it. to be into it. Yes, but okay. you have to wash it out. Yeah, and it's... I like can't get over that part. Right, right. fellas. Al, um, did you learn how to clean up after period underwear at grocery school? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Sawdust. 
I only I only worked for two months. That was like three, four months in. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's where you learn that. Yeah. Um, can we go back really quick to the murder thing? I had a roommate who every time she would come home and I wasn't home, she would check to see if someone was hiding in the shower or mm-hmm. her closet every time. That's how I was as a kid. Smart. Really? Yeah, me too. When my dad would, uh, when I'd go out for dinner with my dad, my folks were divorced, um, and my mom and stepdad weren't home, I would make him come into the house and would check every closet and buy in. <gasps> In the shower, and I'd make him under the bed. Like I was convinced there was an accident. Wow. I used to make my mom do that too yeah. in my house because I saw Friday the Thirteenth when I was really young, and it like really traumatized yes. me. Yes, I was That's really so afraid of getting axe murdered. That's the thing I was afraid of. It wasn't about getting shot. Or yeah. I always thought the guy was going to have an axe. Ugh. Yeah. Weird. Ooh, goodness, I saw The Exorcist when I was twelve or thirteen, whatever age the girl was in the movie. That. That traumatized that the shit out of me. Like, I was afraid for yeah. like six months after that. Of being possessed? I don't even know what I was afraid of. I was just afraid. I was just like, I have, I no longer have peace of mind and I'm uncomfortable all the time. That's being a teenager as well, but okay. And here's our final one. Emily Tiffany Rena says, just mirror everyone. When listening to old Allison Rosen is your new best friend pods, feel weird not hearing Al read the iTunes comment or not hearing touch the tushy. Yeah, it was a bleak time, <laughs> <laughs> but we've, the love bus has pulled into. What have we pulled into? Cruise control? Greener no. pastures? Yeah, greener pastures. The future? Definitely one of those. The hilarious freeway? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're on life's hilarious highway. Uh, not getting murdered. So, yay. <laughs> well, see, now, here we are. We've already done the plugs. We've already mentioned everything. Oh, my gosh. I always forget. I got to tell you guys about a dog. You are a dog. dog, dog. You are a dog. Dog. A doggy dog. Dog, 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 dog. Dog, 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 dog. That's what you are. You are a dog. You are a dog. A doggy dog. In the doggy dog world. Dog, 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 dog. That's what you are. And it's not over yet. You are a pooch. An ugly mutt. Okay. Gotta wait for the poop on your butt line. I always do. So, in case you're tuning in for the first time, welcome. Uh, My friend Laura London is a dog trainer, and she is working with dogs in shelters to get them ready for adoption, to train them and such. Uh, And one such dog is a American pit bull terrier named Alpine. He's six years old. He's got short white and black fur. He's friendly. Uh, Here's a little description. Alpine came into the shelter in January, but wasn't available for the public to view until recently. Uh, Now, when I hear that, that just breaks my heart and I don't understand why. Anyway, today we took him out for the first time in two months. He was understandably distracted in the play yard, sniffing and investigating every smell. He has a good sit and a not so good down, but it will get better with more attention in the training program. Follow his progress or better yet, come meet him. Um, so he apparently is a big sweetheart and you can find out more about him by going to uh, shelterme.com slash downy slash alpine. So shelterme, S-H-E-L-T-E-R-M-E.com slash downy, D-O-W-N-E-Y slash alpine, A-L-P-I-N-E. And I'll also have a link on uh, the episode summary of this episode on my blog. 
at alisonrosen.com. Okay. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen is your new best friend.